It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. Welcome to the Something United podcast. It's Something Podcast. It's the Sunday service. I've messed up my title again. That's really good. I'll get it right one day. Um, joining me today is Chris. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, very well. Thank you. Um, Chris, last time we spoke, I love making it sound like this is a real regular thing. It was like, it was, <laughs> was fruit, fruit, in 2018, so it was April. It was almost cracking on for four years ago. And you were a relatively new supporter of Sutton at that point if i um in comparison to some of your previous yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah and you were doing the stewarding mm. at the time um I was and you still are i still am yes i, <laughs> I was I, I was in the tunnel yesterday uh for, for the extra match so uh yeah yeah it's it's been yeah um been so like, sometimes um um so like me and my colleagues are well, often we you know, we are liaisons with the fourth official, um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, 
yeah like when when i when i signed up it was things like gospel borough um <laughs> on a on a tuesday night um and it, you know, we weren't playing people like you know bradford city or exeter city yeah it's it's, yeah, it's, it's all very strange for uh, yeah. a lot of us um so... yeah, i now have to wear a suit oh wow <laughs> 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 which also means that like some people sort of like say well yeah thank you for turning and, and, and so pe- and there are some people who are kind of like well they think i'm staff they think i'm paid <laughs> i'm not <laughs> volunteer staff is still staff <laughs> yes yeah yeah, I mean, um, yeah i still have a fair bit of responsibility as well so, so <laughs> yeah. well you mentioned you, you liaise with the, f- the fourth steward yeah would you official. be getting involved in official talking yeah, yeah. about um the things like where certain things if things are said or something and, and the ref comes over is that where you, yeah. you, you guys get involved as well yeah yeah we do yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and also Excellent. if the um yeah so if if like if the ref needs something moving or um yeah or, or, or yeah or clearing or if it's, yeah if the ref has any concerns um so like when we were in the um that playoff match against um, Boreham Wood um, sort of they came over and had a chat when they spotted the drones yeah. flying off and we then yeah. had to go and have some conversations <laughs> with the police to sort of say oh could we stop the drones how can we stop this drone <laughs> yeah if we just started booting balls at it would that be all yeah. right <laughs> yeah yeah because like we also had to have words with BT to say is that yours I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh okay so, Mind you, the way we played that day, we, our players could have booted balls at that drone for an hour or two. And hit it. <laughs> anyway, never mind. We're, yeah. we're talking about a happy thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so how long have you been supporting? Um, supporting. So uh, since, I think it was since March 2014. Excellent. Lovely. So, um, yeah, so I, I've, I mean, I've I've not I've not experienced any of the downs. I've experienced a couple of sort of meh seasons, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, I've also experienced some incredible highs. Yeah, uh, so, so see, look, looking yeah. back on things like what was sixteenth, seventeenth in the national league as being the worst season yeah. for you to have. I still um, yeah. well, then that, so was it 16, 20, 2014, 15 when we were in the national league south? Uh, yeah, that was that was possibly not a great season right um, and and there were a fair few people that were kind of like coming up to me sort of like saying look don't worry like last season was not a fluke this season is the yeah, this season's the outlier uh, so, what, so, so based on it not being a great season what what made you keep coming back um so my wife was writing a book and so she made it quite clear to me that of like of a Saturday, I sort of needed just to kind of go and entertain myself. So, uh, so uh, yeah, and and I kind of thought, oh, I might, I might as well just kind of go and help. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, I, and so the very first time that I'd been in the in the grandstand and kind of like in like like the club buildings was was when I was kind of like being taught it. Oh, you you'll be stewarding the tunnel. I was like, oh, okay, right, I will, will I? Um, Cheers. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. Cause like, I mean, I figured I might be just kind of like moseying around and just like making sure that everyone's okay. Because I go, like, oh, yeah. you'll probably have like proper trained people to do that. <laughs> um, but I mean, that was in the days when we didn't have any professionals. And, yeah. Uh, now we have like, you know, we, yeah, we have a lot of professionals and, and also like, last year um roughly this time last year i was taking an mvq in mm-hmm. um, in kind of like stewarding yeah um, um because like we would yeah it, it had been sort of i'd been told uh at the start of uh, that season that look 
you know, it's probably never going to happen. But if ever we do go into the football league, it'll be useful to have have you well, with everything in place. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> so you <laughs> turned out to be quite prophetic. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned last year. Um, yes. Without making everyone super angry at you and start throwing things at you you, you were able to attend some of the games um, in, a, so, in, a, in a professional working yeah, in a, capacity in a professional working capacity yeah uh so um because like we had a um we had a red zone and an amber zone mm-hmm. and i was often at the edge of like the amber zone to stop um which is to stop journalists or anybody or kind of like any club officials going into the red zone Right, and the red zone was kind of like the players and uh, and sort of you know referees coaching and stuff. And, stuff. Uh, and so uh, I was, yeah. So I was just often awkwardly posed, um, <laughs> sort of like behind a dugout, so couldn't see that much. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, and and like there was one time during I think it was the Bromley FA Cup match um, when one of the Bromley players had been sent off but was refusing to walk because like the away entrance or the away or the away dressing rooms were kind of like um were were not down the tunnel mm-hmm. uh they were i think that they're around using, the side around well they're yeah. using the toilets i think um, right oh, <laughs> so that so that there was you know, to to you know, minimize any chance yeah of, yeah encountering people so uh, i was told you have to go into the red zone I know you don't have a pass for it. You have to go into the red zone and you have to get him away and into the dressing room. So uh, I had to go up to this guy who was like six foot five. Um, I'm five foot four, listeners. Um, and uh, so I'm not exactly imposing. Naughty uh, boy. Yeah. So, so could you mind awfully? Could you please? So, yeah. Because the sort of thing that in a normal season, there'd be a fair few professionals that would yeah. come regard saying, yeah, could, could you? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, but, but it was, yeah. Yeah, it was bizarre. <laughs> Uh, and and also like every match, um, like we'd have to have our temperatures checked. Um, yeah. And, uh, so so it was a little, yeah. I mean, Very, also, I, yeah, it was a bit of a rigmarole, but I also appreciate how fortunate I was. Um, yeah. And uh, then, kind of like later later on the season, um, um, sort of my my wife got told that she was on the um, the uh, critically vulnerable list. Uh, at which point I go, you know what? Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not really going to be able, to, yeah, yeah. I don't really want to risk bringing COVID yeah. into the house. Yeah. So uh, yeah, got, uh, so uh, yeah, that was uh, that was that that was fun. Um, I, got, I got a stack of letters like that. Yeah, and it all started off really super official with the um, secretary for health and blah blah blah, and then mm. yeah, towards the end it was just being signed off, Matt. I was like, we're not friends. You've made me stay at home for such a long... We are not friends. Don't just sign it off with your first name, mate. That's... We're not having that. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 could, I could almost hear Matt from my, from my, from my balcony because I'm, I'm kind of um, about as far again from Collingwood House to, to, to mine, that's up the hill. Yeah. So I could almost, almost hear it, but not, not, not quite. It wasn't the same. Um, yeah. I did, I did, I did once or twice sit out on the balcony with, with, with the, with the laptop watching the game going, <laughs> I, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, very, very, very strange season and, and best season we've ever had. And yeah, I think that, I do think that's adding to the bewilderment of everyone at the moment because it happened, but it happened on TV for most of us. So we didn't yeah. really think 
this isn't real. This is, and um, we've I've mentioned before about the Hartlepool match. Um, mm. Lots of people remember towards the end of the match, brilliant, brilliant atmosphere. Um, but I remember like, it took until about 60, 70 minutes for people to kind of go, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've just won the title <laughs> what's yeah. going on um yeah, but, yeah. the third goal for me to kind of um, go, <laughs> that is but, it. But, yeah but also as well i was kind of like i was slightly relaxing but also i was just thinking this could be mayhem <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. everyone everyone was very good actually oh yes um, they were they yeah were. they were very I mean, good the announcements came and it was like, yeah, come on, people are going to do it. And no one did. So I was like, actually, it's, no. it's, it's really, really good, everyone. So well done. Well restrained, everyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But as to this season, mm. um, as you mentioned, mixing with some some fairly big teams. Yeah. And a couple of, um, well, not a couple, a, a personal game Connection. for you yesterday. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I'm. Uh, as well as a Sutton United fan, um, I'm a Plymouth Argyle fan because uh, I spent my teenage years in Plymouth. Uh, so I was kind of like, I, I, I was born in Sutton, so um, so we always kept an eye on sort of Sutton's fortunes. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, so so uh, yeah, I, I had made a mental note as to when the Exeter City home game was going to be, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that was it. It, it was quite something. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I was also amused um, to see there were a few people. Some of the volunteers were accidentally wearing kind of like green and white, or sort of like like yeah, obviously because because you know our our away scarves and mm-hmm. hats are uh, yeah are, are green and white, uh, and I suspected that, that was done out of complete innocence. But I kind of figured that because. Yeah, a lot of the stewards know of my other allegiance. Yeah, I couldn't get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> particularly, yeah. particularly big in the tunnel because like white to be green shirt, white tie. It's, yeah, you're yeah. in a suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one would have yeah. known. No, uh, but it, yeah. as for the game, did you get to watch an awful lot of it? Or I know you're sort um, of an odd position, but yeah, I mean, I saw well. Yeah, I saw the first the first two goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, which which is good because like there have been times like um, like when yeah there have been times where I miss goals because I'm just dis- busy dealing with something. Um, I didn't see the penalty, but that was just because at that stage I was just so nervous that uh, I was I, I, I was um, standing next to um, uh, Bobby Charles Senior and, uh, and 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 he said, "Oh, we've got a perfect vantage point here." I said, "Yeah, but my back is hurt because <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I don't I, I just didn't really." Yeah, so, yeah. Seeing, seeing could, both both the goals means you watch ninety seconds of the match. Yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was it was good. I mean, it was. I mean, well, yeah, I'll say good. Um, I mean, yeah, the, sort of like the first ten minutes of the first half were brilliant, and mm-hmm. then it felt like everyone just tired themselves out of it. Um, it, but, it was an odd. It was. I, 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 I'm, obviously, everyone knows I'm not an expert, but I did kind of mentioned to, to Catherine the other day it must be really odd for the players to be training to build up to a match that they don't actually know if it's mm. going to go ahead or not yeah. and after the last couple of cancellations it must have been in your in, in their heads to be like oh this isn't this isn't going to happen this isn't going to happen um yeah. so it kind of just felt a bit leggy and it was strange because they haven't played for a while so you'd, you'd think people would be fresh but I, I know why and I kind of mm. get it um but yeah it was a bit of a an odd one um the the penalty i actually said i turned around and actually said to, to, to i think it was jr who was standing next to me and 
when we were all huffing and puffing and huffing and puffing, I went, ah, do you know what it is? I think that we're planning to score in like the 89th minute just to make <laughs> just to make sure they don't have enough time to come back. And I thought this was a perfectly solid plan. And next thing, six minutes added time yes. go up. And I'm like, oh, no, I forgot about the added time. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah. factor that into my equation. Um, yeah. But, you know, they held on. I mean, it was a it wasn't. It wasn't a game you're going to ever really show the video highlights to go here. This is why you fall in love with football. Um, <laughs> but it was one of those. It's, it's, it, we're on 39 points now. Move on to the yeah. next one. And halfway yeah. through the season, absolutely would have snapped anyone's arm off for that. Oh, yeah, completely. Um, but I, I thought a couple of players um, stood out. So I'm going, to, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask for a, a player of the day. I haven't got my pencil to write Ooh, it down. So you've got another couple like, of seconds. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. It's, I think who would I go for? Um, I mean, I think Louis John was in the team of the day um, mm-hmm. for the league. I've seen, but I mean, I but I, I I do. I mean, Omar I thought really worked hard for the team, and I mean, he always does just give his all. Um, so uh, yeah, I I, I I I have a soft spot for Omar, I have to say, um, and, uh, and and also as well. I mean, like. In the time we don't have, like, we don't have opportunity to have lots of chats with stuff. But Omar is always, he, he's, yeah, he, he, he's a lovely guy. And um, just on the, you know, the rare conversation, he always just seems to be nice and friendly and stuff. And uh, yeah, I, I would say he's, yeah, yeah. And, and he, he, he's, he's as nice off the pitch as he's ferocious on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he, do, he does come across. Um, I'm, I'm obviously follow him on, on Twitter and um, actually yeah on Facebook as well. But yeah, he comes across as a, a really genuine guy. Delighted to be there. Um, I had actually um put put him down as 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 my player of the day. If you did, you didn't want to choose one. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, I, I kind of picked him. And I was going to say, and I haven't worded this fabulously funny joke, but it is obviously hilarious. Um, but when he was subbed. I was kind of, I was a bit surprised because it was 1-1 at the time. Yeah. And I, I was like, well, maybe Matt knows something that I don't know. And then I started weighing myself going, there's, there's a list of things that Matt might know that I don't know. It's going to be very long <laughs> and extensive. <laughs> My little football manager. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, oh, I don't know if Matt knows this. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does. He does. So, yeah, I I, I, I actually agree with, with Omar, um, to, to be yeah. honest. Um, but, yeah, he's put us back to third. Yeah. Uh, the... Um, Technically, if all the teams around us win their games in hand, we are still in seventh. Um, yeah. So they can't win all their games in hand because some of them are against each other anyway. But um, yeah. so, but technically, even if that happened, we're still in the playoff zone at the halfway yes. point of the season. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's a bit funny. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so it's it's going splendidly for us. And the next thing we're actually going to be talking about, and my next guest is waiting to join as well, mm. um, is the uh, Colchester game, um, which is hopefully going to be on. And joining me now is John. Hello, John. Afternoon. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Um, now, just a little plug for people to watch live stream. John and I did one the other day to preview the Colchester game that we were supposed to have it was hilarious if you've missed it you lost out because we decided not to go with it because minute about an hour after we did we did it the game was called off <laughs> but we we were hilarious and funny weren't we john we were yeah. great yeah absolutely. probably the best viewing anyone's ever ever had absolutely yeah it was, it was uh, absolute gold dust <laughs> um so john tell us tell us a little bit about yourself 
um, to those who missed it, unfortunately. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm I'm um, a reporter for the uh, Colchester Gazette in North Essex and uh, been covering Colchester United since 2005. So, as I said to you before, um, had lots of ups and downs in that time. Uh, promotions, relegations, sort of managers coming and going, new stadium, new chairman, everything really you could you can think of. So uh, yeah, kind of on the downwards uh, spiral at the moment, but hopefully um, it won't be long before they can get back up towards uh, where they were before when I first started covering. And um, one thing you mentioned last time, and I actually didn't pick up on. I was only when I was thinking about things. You mentioned that you find this little things to talk about daily. Was it you've got to find daily content? Yeah, we're, we're a daily newspaper in Colchester. Um, that was one of the things that attracted me to the newspaper when I first started there in 2005. I'd previously written for a, a weekly paper in, in Stevenage, actually. Um, and the, the attraction of sort of covering a league team um, on a daily basis and actually coming up with news um, then to fill the back page and, and more every day was really attractive. And of course, since then, um, there's been a huge shift towards online content. And um, although, you know, it's really important what we put in the paper still, um, it's still, you know, the online content is kind of a huge thing that we, we need to look after as um, as people will know. So um, it, things have changed a lot since I first started, but certainly the appetite for sort of coverage is still there, whether it's sort of online or print. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, no. Again, as I say, it took me a little while to to process that. Um, so, do you get do you ever kind of get torn with? Oh, I've got two bits I'd like to do, and I'm going to sit on one, and then get stung by something overtaking it. Like, like for example, we had the the, the thing, and the game was called off. Yeah, absolutely. All all of the time, really. Um, and it's kind of um, it's a hard sort of balance to strike sometimes because as a journalist, you know that <clears throat> there's there's stuff that you have up your sleeve that. Um, uh, will be will be pretty popular kind of online and in the paper and that is kind of exclusive um, and it's a question of sort of making sure that you use it at the right time um, if you use it too early it may not have the impact that you would want um, but if you kind of delay it and and use it maybe a bit later than you would want to um, and other people can come in and sort of steal that steal your funder or something could come in and supersede what, what you want to write about so it's kind of sort of striking the balance and you know couple of bits from yesterday that I've got that I'm sort of planning to run sort of tomorrow perhaps or um, ahead of the game certainly on, on Tuesday not necessarily related to the, the game itself but um, the transfer window things like that so um, yeah you're right it, you, you, you kind of have you know you're kind of blessed with information but it's a case of knowing when to use it really and and, and when when the, the biggest impact will be in terms of sort of having it online and um and you know number of hits you have and, and etc and um so yeah it's it's kind of i think it's something you get used to having worked sort of in the industry for 20 odd years i think you kind of get used to what what will do well and, and when it will do well but um there's, there's never kind of an exact science to it no no i mean Obviously, most of the people I've, I've I've spoken to have been really long-term fans of, of their team. I've just kind of referred to Chris as a fairly new fan, and he's he's entering year eight. I feel is that my son? Yeah, year eight. Um, yeah, and he's year he's, eight, he's, yeah. he's new. Fan. <laughs> um, so with that comes a, a loyalty. Now you've been I think you you mentioned you were covering cultures for like fifteen years. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah that, that memory. Just, just, um, yeah. So it started um, at the end of two thousand five. So. So the, the balance of being loyal to, to to your players and then loyal to the so if there's something that comes up that 
could put people in a bad light is it is is it a struggle or do you just kind of have to go with it it can be yeah i think journalistically your head always says look you know if there is something that needs to be be reported then it it needs to be reported and um you know self-censorship and and things like that with regard to information is, is is, is kind of a road you don't really want to go down as a journalist if you have that information um, and it needs to be in the public domain as in the, the supporters um, and you've you've gathered that in, in, in a fair way then I think that, that needs to go out there but on the other hand um, club journalists or sort of um, journalists covering clubs up and down the country uh, will probably agree with me in saying that there is a, a fine balance to strike between um, reporting on the club fairly and honestly uh, but also building and maintaining relationships with with those people at the club that you kind of rely on for that information. Yeah. Imagine the players and the manager and the chairman specifically. Um, so it, there's always sort of a fine balance to strike with regard to that. And, um, you know, yeah, you, you kind of have to sort of weigh up each story, you know, um, on an individual basis really and make sure that, you know, you get things right if you can. Um, and that, that's always the aim really. Accuracy is always the most important thing, but um the player ratings are the, are the hardest thing, I think, because yeah. as, a, as a journalist, you know, you, you're building up these relationships with the players and you get to know them. But also you have to be very honest and, and mark them out of 10 every, for every game. And especially when a team's not doing particularly well, um, that can be quite tough. And obviously the fans are at the game as well. And they, they see the same game as you, that you have and they, they've got their opinions and uh, obviously entitled to them. And um, it, it definitely sparks debate, but whether it kind of makes my life easier is another matter, really. <laughs> Well, I, nothing related to either one of our clubs, but I heard a story years and years and years ago, um, Gary Neville, when he was at Manchester United, and he was kind of full on England international, and someone I knew happened to be in Manchester, and they were by a, a newsstand for the evening papers, Gary Neville's car pulled up, he got out, opened up the paper and went, six, they always give me a six, and folded it up and got back in the car. <laughs> But of course, the players never read the paper. No, know. no, absolutely not. No, no, never know what's in it. It was just the way it, they always give me a six and then folded it up and put it down again. So didn't even buy the damn paper. Yeah. But yeah, no, it must it must be difficult because yeah, people. Um, what what I see when I'm watching the game is. is to be fair, very little. I just kind of literally watch the game. Um, I had one of the Sutton coaches on for the youth match, and they'd scored a great goal in, in in the FA Cup youth match. And I'd seen it from a viewpoint. Oh, like, yeah, it's a great it's a great cross. And he was talking to me about it, and I didn't really take it in. And then they put up a clip of it, and the, the movement for the goal started nearly about 30 seconds to a minute before my eyes came to, oh, this is an attack here. <laughs> and mm-hmm. as I saw, I saw it, and I just retweeted it, and, went, and this is why I'm, I'm never going to be paid to watch football, and I always pay to watch football because you just don't see certain things. So we don't we're not always privy to what the players have been told to do absolutely um, so we might think why isn't for example for us omar chasing down that ball he may have been told conserve your energy you've got another mm-hmm. game um tuesday just conserve it so we, we don't know so that no. might be that must be difficult with you giving yeah. an opinion it's and then really getting, point. yeah yeah a really really good point and especially the, the current climate we have covid and um and certain players have suffered more from covid than others and yesterday 
um, Colchester at Crawley and it was the first game back for them for three weeks and, and several of their players had had COVID and were playing in this game but we didn't really know so much which players had it and which players had it badly and which were kind of just had sort of the, you know the minor symptoms of it so you know you have to take things like that into account I think with sort of physical and mental lethargy that comes into the games immediately after you recover from something like that so um, but there's so many other things as you, as you rightly say and uh, you know I get home and watch the Quest's goals um, after a Colchester game and, and there's so, always things that I kind of think oh, I wish I'd spotted that during the game or as you say the build-up to goals often can be lost in um, the kind of the euphoria of seeing your team score so mm. um, it's very interesting when you speak to coaches isn't it and managers and they, they certainly see things in a different way I always really respect yeah. anyone that's got the, the qualifications anyone who's been in the game and especially at the, at the level that, that Sutton and Colchester are at the moment you know um, and, and their views on, on how things are done because it's always a learning process as someone coming from the outside as it were yeah i've, I've had I've, I've run sunday leagues and players giving it all this oh i could have done this could have done that and it's like you haven't got a clue <laughs> you're playing sunday league for a reason honestly <laughs> you you're, you you're not better than xyz and when people slate off the premier league players you're like no come on just calm, calm yourself down try it for a little while and see yeah um, yeah well we had a fairly flat game yesterday um similar reasons we'd had a big break i didn't actually realize we did have a few covid cases as well but not as many as as other clubs um so um our game was a bit dull and flat but we did manage to get a win um yours was three one was it yeah three one to crawley three one to crawley yeah um so with the whole we don't know who's going to play don't know who's fit um let's let's try and talk about um the the pizza cup the magical wonderful pizza cup that i love my hat is on this <laughs> love the pizza cup um chris what do you think of the pizza cup I was, I've... um i i've enjoyed it um because <laughs> i mean for us for me i think like the crystal palace game which was our, our first match in in, in in the pizza cup that um, and like we won that, and that was after a, yeah, a series of you know, not terrific results uh, at the start of the season, and I think that just really gave the team self confidence. And so, regardless of what happens, I think I'll always have a soft spot um, for uh, yeah for the Papa John Trophy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, and 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 also because um, because my other club is Plymouth Argyle, um, seeing us win at Pompey. Um, was magical. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think maybe. I mean, if we if we hang on in for you know, a few more seasons uh, at this kind of level, I might possibly get a little bit jaded towards the, the pizza cup. I hope not. I, I think yeah. I think I said almost that word for word the other day. <laughs> it's like to, to us, it's like all exciting. And as as mentioned yeah. uh, in the group stages, finding out it's ten grand for a win. We were we were well up for this. Um, but yeah, it may be in a few seasons. We're like, oh God, do we have to? <laughs> Can't we just put the kids into that? Um, but you know, lo- loving it um, so far. Obviously, I hope that love affair continues beyond Tuesday. Um, what, what's your thoughts ahead of the game, John? Uh, well, it, it, this is a real bonus for Colchester in the sense that um, they should have actually gone out of the competition in the group stages because. Um, they 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 had a kind of winner takes all final group game against Ipswich Town, their neighbours, um, a few weeks ago, and uh, drew nil nil. Ipswich won the penalty shootout at the end of ninety minutes, and they were the ones to progress, um, along with West Ham United, or so we thought. Um, West Ham were 
were knocked out. Basically, they uh, fielded an ineligible player um, and were told that they were being kicked out of the competition and Colchester were reinstated. Um, and so Colchester played Swindon and had a good win there, 2-1 at the county ground. Um, and uh, now they, they find themselves in this in this game coming up on Tuesday night. So it's kind of, as you say, financially, I think it's the biggest thing for, for a club like Colchester, um, possibly Sutton, um, that the money that, that comes in for each win from, from this, it shouldn't be sniffed that really, especially for the transfer window open now. Um, and it all comes in very handy. So um, from a Colchester point of view, I think, though, away from the financial aspect, it's more about try, trying to get a win because um, that yesterday's performance and result was, was particularly disappointing. And, um, you know, I know it's a cliche, but, you know, for, for them to win in this competition would be great going into um, sort of the, the, the next one and, and bouncing back from that defeat um, is really important, I think, quite quickly because, um, you know, it was only, I know it's for three weeks since their game previous to, to yesterday against Crawley, but that was a 3 0 defeat at Warsaw. And they find themselves sort of, you know, dragging themselves towards the relegation zone at the moment. So they really need to try and have an uplift of some kind, um, whether that's in the league or the cup, it doesn't matter really. So I think that a win is, is really important for them on Tuesday. Similar to what you were saying about the Crystal Palace match, Chris. Um, yeah, very much so. Yes. Getting that, getting that yeah. win. Um, no disrespect, but hopefully you're <laughs> not going to happen. Um, so, what's your thoughts, Chris? What do you what do you what do you think of the game? Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, it just, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, I think oh, 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 a win, however we get it, um, yeah, would be would be lovely. But also, also as well, if we bow out at this stage, I think there's no shame. No, I mean, we won. We won the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think, yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I think we can certainly kind of yeah leave the competition with our with our heads high. But uh, but it would be it would be magical to get to Wembley. Um, I know that's a fair view. <laughs> it's a cross, but uh, yes. but yeah, yeah, because um, like um, yeah, yeah, because think... that's that's one of the few things I feel that um, you know, as as a Sutton fan, I haven't actually kind of achieved. Um, uh, I have been invited as a guest of Sutton United to Wembley um, for a um, Division One playoff, uh, also League One playoff between Millwall and Bradford City a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it'd be lovely to kind of like get get get, get there to Wembley, yeah, yeah, and see yeah. Sutton United there. You know, it's, I think a fair few of us haven't haven't been at Wembley. This is only some of the very old guard um, would would have gone years and years ago. Um, I'm going to press you both for a, a, a prediction. I don't have my football manager thing to do it because it played a different, completely different thing for the day. So I have to actually try and make an actual prediction. Um, so, Chris, what's, what's, what's your prediction for the game? I think it'll be ours on penalties. Oh, again. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll just put use penalties. That's not going to help me, is it? Um, Sutton, no. <laughs> Sutton. I keep seeing your your things on Twitter going. Oh, they use this, and I was like, wait, oh no, hang on. I, still, I, keep, I keep forgetting that. Yeah, I, I think it's probably Cambridge over the years as well because they're called the use and, and Oxford United. This is a few of us actually. Yeah. Well, we for a long, long time on Twitter when when if you typed in SUFC, didn't come up yeah. with Sutton. Nothing to do with Sutton. It was all Sheffield United and Southend United, and now it's like, well, Southend, you should just move away now. It's us. <laughs> Got nothing to do with it. Um, but what's what's your prediction, John? Well, I'm inclined to, to agree with Chris in, in the sense that I, I think it might go to penalties as um, it could be a close game. It's, it's it's difficult to tell because we really don't know what sort of teams both 
both clubs will, will put out because of the, the nature of the competition and, and what's going on at the moment with COVID. But I'm just going kind of by what Colchester did against Swindon in the last round and they played a fairly strong team and they were quite surprised that Swindon made lots of changes because of their position in the league. I don't know if Sutton will do that, but, um, that, you know, it, I think just judging by that, and I think the, the fact that, that Colchester really needs to, to get something from this game and if it's a draw and a penalty shootout win, so be it, you know. So I'm, I'm putting my optimistic hat on from a Colchester United point of view and saying Colchester United on penalties, but... Um, you know, I think judging by the, the league game between the two teams earlier in the season, Sutton were worthy winners that night. So um, I go back to what I say. Really, de- really depends on on the starting lineups for both both teams. Well, I'm going to put you both down for, as a draw. Sitting on the fence. You can then, if if either one of us win the penalties, I'll give an extra point to that. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go with Sutton two one. Um, no, no particular reason. I just just popped into my head so don't put any money on it anyone um mind you you've lost a lot of money on my predictions all the way through so um, i'm pretty sure no one would be putting any money on and um, make it clear i would i would like it to be a win for either because like when it goes to penalties obviously that means that i'm on duty for longer <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, sometimes ahead. i have to guard the um, the officials dressing room afterwards so the, oh, the, uh, man. yeah 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 uh, after after the port vale game i had to for half an hour so uh, yeah so uh, a very long night on tuesday after that port vale game um when i had to walk back through the park and go past the little skateboard parks there was a port vale fan going absolutely bananas trying just trying to fight people just anyone and obviously we're Sutton. we're like come on behave. we were just walking past so he decided he was going to walk into the skateboard park and try and pick a fight with some of the kids in there and i'm like someone needs to save that man because this is something they're not going to mess around <laughs> they're not playing those kids aren't playing in that skateboard park um i don't know what happened to him i never heard about him since so i'm assuming he was all right but um yes yeah, strange strange people though <laughs> i know losing 4-3 in the last minute is upsetting don't, don't get me wrong but yeah strange strange bunch particularly um, when they've been in the lead on two separate occasions yeah, absolutely yeah. <laughs> uh, what we'll do is um i'm gonna thank you both for your time we'll finish up but i just if you if you hang on because when i finish the stream um chris is probably gonna be a much better position to give you a better answer about parking john than than i, I was last week going oh um so what i'll do is i'll thank you both thank everyone for listening um joining the chat on any of the uh, socials at sutton podcast um i tend to use tiktok a lot less i'll keep saying it i'm on there but i tend to use it a lot less uh but um, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, let us know your thoughts, um, especially on the introduction. I need to give some feedback to the guy who did it for me. Um, I did the right one this time, John. And um, I'll see you all next time. We'll see you at the Pizza Cup. Take care, guys. Thank you. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.